Hey yo guys, what's happening? It's your boy Rain TJ back again with another episode of Just a Thought. And for today's episode, we're gonna look at Law 2 in Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power. Never put too much trust in friends. Learn how to use enemies. I don't know about you personally, but I never really got this law um, the first set of times that I was reading it. But I went ahead and uh, if you were listening to my other podcast, Artelligence, you would know that I started using ChatGPT to uh, get through some of this podcast, um, or that podcast. And I used a little bit here in uh, just a thought for this sequence that we're doing. And by using chat, I was able to break down what this law might mean um, to some degree. So let's go ahead and just look at what uh, chat and I came up with. All right. So this law might initially strike you as cynical, which it kind of did for me. Um, but it offers a critical perspective on managing relationships for personal and professional growth. So what's the essence of this law? Right. Um, it suggests that a close friend might in fact be more dangerous than outright enemies. And it took me a couple of reads to start to understand that this is what it was trying to say. I'm not going to give you any, any examples. I'm just going to continue with what I have prepared for you. Right. Um, I think I have an alarm going off in a minute that I can't turn off. It's my wake up alarm for 4:30 AM. But I've been up for a few hours already. So anyway, moving forward. Um, <clears throat> friends are uh, sometimes out of like uh, out of familiarity and emotion. They might um, betray you while enemies driven out of respect and fear can prove more reliable or um, more useful, if you want to use that word. Uh, so consider the case of Henry Ford, the American industrialist and founder of Ford Motor Company. There we go. Turn that off. Did that turn off? I hope it did. I hope it didn't just go on snooze, because you know how Siri or Apple your alarm snooze and your timer snooze are in two different locations. I don't know why they do that. Like why they swap the two around? Cause sometimes you hit off thinking it's off, but you're really hitting snooze cause it's the different alarm. <sighs> Anyways, that kind of distracted me. I really hope I hit off. Um, so Henry Ford, right? The American industrialist and founder of Ford Motor Company he uh, hired his childhood friend, James uh, Cozens, I believe his name is, um, to manage the business side of the company. Over time, as Ford Motor became successful, the friendship between the two strained due to business disagreements. James eventually resigned and sold his shares, causing Ford a lot of financial and emotional stress. Ford's trust in his friend ultimately led to a significant business hurdle, right? And on the flip of that, let's look at the legendary rivalry between Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. Initially competitors, they developed mutual respect for each other over the years. They leveraged their rivalry to improve their products, 
ultimately benefiting both Apple and Microsoft. So obviously this is quick or these are quick summaries of these two situations. And if you want to know more, you can either read the book by Robert Greene, 48 Laws of Power, or you could go research on Ford Motor and look up James, you know, or look up the rivalry between Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, especially if you also know my Artelligence podcast, I would assume that you know some of the rivalry between these two guys. <laughs> Most people in the world today with any sort of technology know about Apple and Microsoft. So look at how big their rivalry got them, right? And it's so true. Sometimes competition is everything we need. Like we human beings are social beings. We're social creatures. We need to socialize with others. And a part of socialization is competition. So to some degree, it is natural to deduce that, yo, we probably do need some level of competition. But people look at competition in a negative way, um, mostly in first world societies. Coming from where I've come from, I can attest to the fact that in other places, competition isn't always seen so negative. It depends on the type of competition, you know? So as you can see, according to Robert's second law, keeping a healthy distance from friends and professional scenarios can help avoid potential conflicts and competition, right? Um, and treating rivals as potential allies can lead to unsuspected gains. Like, don't just shut off somebody because you don't like them. They could probably do a lot for you in the world of business. So if you personally don't like them, you could keep that to yourself and you could be professional with them. You don't you don't call them on the weekend and ask them how they're doing. But that doesn't mean you can't see them or have a business call with them and like speak numbers, you know, talk money with them. Because at the end of the day, that's what makes the world go around right now. And if you can leverage yourself in conversations with as many people as possible, you can make a lot more money and you can secure a future for yourself where you don't really need to be around people you don't like. Right. So it's all about the end goal. If you want, if you want to look at it that way, if you want that to be your motivation, then go ahead, take that. But remember, these laws are just um, they're not absolute right they should never serve as guidelines as to how you live your life these are just um thoughts of thoughts of one or two or maybe a few other people put together and I don't know, a lot of a lot of other people relate to them. They're not just thoughts of Robert Greene. They're obviously things that he've compiled over some some time doing research. So it's like it's just someone else's opinion in the grand scheme of it. Like if you no matter how deep you try to get or whatever, you get right down to the truth. It's someone else's opinion and you shouldn't live your life based on someone else's opinion. So these laws, um, these 48 laws, they're not, they're not set in stone, right? So moving forward with that, just take these, these laws with a grain of salt 
and adapt to them ethically in your own life situations. So today's episode was really quick. Um, I don't really have a disagreeance to this law for you guys. Um, but I mean, maybe I could probably come up with one real quick. Like, let's see something, right? Let's see how quick I can come up with something using chat GPT. So give me, I'm not going to say my uh, prompt out loud. I apologize. I might just cut this and jump straight to its results. Um, but in, in this world of AI generated, uh, art or content, your prompts is that that's the secret. That's, that's the thing now. Um, it's all about prompts, how you speak to the AI. So yeah, you could use the exact same words and get different, uh, results. But if you sequence your words in a certain way, and use certain words in a certain way. It's not just, it's not as straightforward. So anyways, I'm not gonna, anyways, moving forward. We got something guys, we got something. All right, so a disobedience to law two, right? Um, we have Julius Caesar, the Roman general and statement. He offers an example, well, he offers as an example of what can happen when we place too much trust in friends. Caesar had an amicable relationship with um, Bortus or Brutus who he treated almost like a son. Despite warnings about uh, the growing conspiracy against him, Caesar dismissed the concerns, um, unable to believe that his friend Brutus would betray him. However, when the ideas of March came, uh, Brutus was among those who took part in the assassination of Caesar. Caesar's famous last words, but it too, Brute, uh, or you, you too, Brutus, echoed and ultimately betrayed by a friend. Um, well, echoed the ultimate betrayal by a, a trusted friend. I guess you can you can understand. I mean, if that were Caesar's famous last words, then that kind of sums it all up for you, right? Uh, you put all your trust in a friend. That can end in your death. That can lead to financial death or um, actual deletion. Um, it's tragic that such an incident is what plays out the in the exact example, but that's just that's just how it can end up, you know. So I just wanted to find that real quick. I I didn't feel comfortable with how short the law well our example today was so thank you for listening and according to the second law you know keeping a healthy distance from your friends and in professional scenarios can help avoid potential conflicts and treating rivals as potential allies can lead to unexpected gains thanks again for listening and have a great day bye everyone